it's uh, me, DJ Firebrand, and myself, DJ Bast. Uh, we're here with uh, the fifth uh, episode of Title Talk. And also the fifth president of the United States yes. is in the studio with us now. I would continue this bit, but I actually don't remember who that was. I don't remember who it was, but he's behind us, and he's in the closet, and he is very decomposed, let me tell you that. It's smelly. This is a uh, title talk. It's a, a show where DJ Bast and myself, we throw uh, songs at each other. Each of us has one song today for you all and for each one of us to hear. Uh, okay, it appears uh, James Monroe is the president in our broom closet oh, right now. Oh, uh, James one of Monroe. those presidents that uh, you forget about until you hear their name and go, oh, I think I've heard that name before. And until they show up into the closet. With yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. And punishment for you forgetting. I'd like to note. That any uh, opinions uh, expressed here by myself or DJ Fire or DJ Bast? Uh, yeah, m- myself, DJ uh, DJ Firebrands, and my friend here, DJ Bast. <laughs> um, we're trading personalities today, apparently. Any opinions expressed by uh, the two of us are not representative of WFHB as an organization, but instead are just opinions by us two little hooligans. Um, now, here's why I ask: What uh, song do you have for me today? I have uh, "Through the Eye of Terror." Oh, I saw through them, and I thought it was through the fire and the flames, and I was like, oh, I feel like I've heard this before. It's super niche, I don't know, like, uh, it's it's from this, like, really, like, niche video game, I don't know if you've heard of Guitar Hero. Oh, really? Uh, wow. No, I brought, uh, Through the Eye of Terror. <laughs> through the Eye of Terror. Mm-hmm. I feel like, what, what, what is a general description of that? The Eye of Terror itself, or the song? <laughs> well, you can choose either. So... I'm going to have to be careful talking about this song because it actually connects to something that I could talk about for much longer than we have to talk about on this on, on this radio show. That is, this is a, a death metal song from the 80s that was officially licensed by Games Workshop to use names and uh, characters from the game Warhammer 40k. Oh, so we're listening to uh, the the nerd song. We are listening to the nerd song, which of course we we have not been nerdy on here before. Oh, never. Uh, I once. would never bring in Lord of the Rings prog. Yeah, no. If any of us were nerds, it it would it wouldn't be either of us. Yeah, we, def- we know we, we definitely know very little about music. For- we have no previous experience with music whatsoever. Not only uh, is this uh, the first time, uh, you know, I, either of us are hearing a song, it's usually the f- the first time we've really even heard a song this week, frankly. Yeah, um, no. Month I, even. Yeah, uh, even a year, almost. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, I, I have for you uh, I Thank You Child. It's a song uh, from my childhood um, by Zach Wilde. Uh, fun fact, I'm actually named after Zach Wilde. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's wild indeed. And I actually saw him live recently. Uh, oh, cool. Performing with Pantera. Uh, Zach Wilde is uh, what I can only describe as a legend. I mean, he played with Black Sabbath and Ozzy. Uh, him and Ozzy are good friends. I mean, he's done a lot of solo work, you know, also with Black Label Society. He does a lot of stuff. And then uh, now with Pantera. I mean, that's that's a legend right there. Mm-hmm. Those now, are two very iconic bands. Here's where we decide. Uh, should we go with the flow, stick with what we usually do, and we can play my song first, or we can do yours? I think let's do what we usually do, you know? Okay. All right. Here's I Think You Child by, uh, Zach Wilde. Oh, for you. Everlasting love forever, skies of blue. Um, yeah. 
it's it invokes uh, emotion. I I feel mm-hmm. um, it comes from one of two albums that um, Zach Wilde had released uh, solo um, in 1996, um, uh, which featured. It's from the album Book of Shadows, which featured songs such as uh, "Between Heaven and Hell," uh, "Sold My Soul," and uh, "Thrown It All Away." Are some of the more um, what I believe to be the between heaven and hell ones. is an interesting name since that was uh, that was also a, a Black Sabbath album if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm also noticing that um, there's a Far Beyond Empty, which kind of reminds me of Far Beyond Driven by uh, Pantera, who he's or, now like, played with, right? Yeah, who he's now playing interesting. with. Um, he also released a uh, Book of Shadows uh, two bonus track edition. I think that's just the. I think that's just on the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, that was released. Uh, Did that say Snoop Dogg? Twenty sixteen. Snoop Dogg? Nah, it's a. Uh, oh, it's Sleeping Dogg. I, I was okay. No, it's featuring Corey Terra Sleeping Dog. Yeah. I was so excited that he did a Snoop Dogg <laughs> collab. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised with the kind of like um, Ozzy and Zach Wild have both been featured in a lot of like newer stuff, which I find really interesting. That was good. I was actually kind of expecting the whole thing to be an acoustic ballad, since that's definitely not unheard of for, like, metal artists, you know. Um, Black Sabbath has uh, done, like, the occasional, like, full acoustic track, or even, like, the entire piano ballad uh, changes on volume four. So, you know, I was kind of expecting that. So, actually, the um, uh, when the riff came in, it, I actually was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. I also appreciated how it didn't just become a straightforward metal song after that it was like still like i don't know i think i, I believe it was like acoustic and just burst with that riff right yeah yeah no um yeah. no i i do enjoy that yes it's not something that's strictly acoustic and that you see the two sides of what, what zach wilde is good at the zach and the wild but yeah both zach and wild he's good at zacking and wilding something that we are familiar with absolutely with, uh, you know wilder and all that's a deep cut <laughs> Um, I think that this this album was him trying to break um, out into like the country scene at the time. Interesting. Uh, Nineteen ninety six. Not necessarily country, country, but you know, more like the the southern the, rock, kind southern of stuff. rock, bluesy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the direction he was already going with, uh, you know, like the like psych metal and all that. No, I I, I definitely enjoy the song. I feel like it has a lot of um, emotion driving it. Uh, and that's, that's what I, I feel about a lot of the songs on this album, because I feel like they uh, stick true to those, uh, I guess, what would also be contributing to the, the whole Southern rock thing or Southern metal thing uh, would be family, the theme of family. And it's something that you see throughout this album. Yes, yeah, as, as it is referring to their child and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This song more specifically, but there's there's more and like sold my soul and uh, between heaven and hell. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty out there with the the up front of your face uh, theme of family, especially since on the uh, album cover there's um two baby faces. Are are those the the childs they refer to or? It doesn't look like it could. No, be, it uh, kind of looks like stuff I've seen at medical museums. If I'm being honest. Yeah, true, true. No, I don't think that would be an actual picture of a. Uh, although I know that uh, I'm pretty sure this came out roughly the time that he had his his first child. Yeah. So, do you want to tell me more about what you have for me today? Uh, other than um, uh, uh, well, Warhammer 40k, or there is actually a remarkably interesting story behind the license, uh, and uh, not only how it came how they came to have it, but how they came to lost uh, to to lose it. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but I think I'll save that for after the song because uh, what is also worth noting, I do not want to reduce this to just a novelty in terms of it being uh, like music about like uh, you know a tabletop game. Bolt Thrower really legit death metal like they have been going since the 80s they're like i think probably one of the most important death metal bands at least out of britain and um are like actually like very respected within like just that music scene Mm -hmm. outside of this so it's actually kind of interesting that like a band with with that kind of um you know like weight and cred behind it would you know just kind of out of their passion for it just like you know do, do a whole album just about like a game they're into yeah and i think that's cool because mm-hmm. i feel like what a, uh, what is a driver of a lot of music is just passion about things mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like one thing that music is is particularly good at is is driving emotion and i feel like where emotion comes from is passion yeah. um and so in that way uh there's a, a really deep connection between mm-hmm. um creators and their music yeah and what's more passionate uh than death metal so let's get what is more passionate than death metal all right here's uh through the evil eye right Uh, no through the eye of terror through the eye of terror uh by bolt thrower Definitely out there with the death metal, you know. Yes. It, it reeks of the '80s with the uh, high, like the high amount of reverb on the drums. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the just the super fuzz guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. That was some amazing riffage, though. Yes, um, yes. Insane. Oh well, I, I was just gonna say, I guess stylistically, Bolt Thrower usually has uh, definitely prior to this uh, aired closer to. Um, a kind of, like, more, like, hardcore kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't necessarily grindcore, but kind of had some overlap with the scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly with this, and especially, like, on later albums, uh, there's also, like, a little bit of a, some kind of, like, doominess in, like, kind of, like, sort of, like, slower, more menacing riffs as opposed to, like, the really high speed that, you know, the, the genre is, the death metal is typically known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have that, you know, and you can definitely hear like, you know, like, like actual just like blast beats on this and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's also kind of a bit of that kind of like Sabithian, like, you know, more like menacing tone. Yeah. And definitely with the tone of the song, given the prompt of like Warhammer, I can, I can see some like mental imagery of like, you know, Space Marines crusading against just huge guys like punching other huge guys yeah. really hard. <laughs> 40, okay. I should probably explain. I am not going to use this as an excuse to talk about Warhammer lore. I should probably just Warhammer lore talk. Base, Warhammer lore talk will, uh, will come and we call that day Ragnarok. But basically it's kind of just like pro wrestling in space, if I'm being honest. It's just kind of uh, just like the most outrageous characters uh, are fighting the most outrageous characters constantly. And the there's, kind, yeah, there's no hope of like true ending to it. It's just kind of like, you know, just constant as... Uh, infinite, infinite like space uh, WWE. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And... um. It's also uh, extremely metal. Like, every part of the lore is just as, like, screwed up and heavy as possible. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so I... And also, the name for this song, The Eye of Terror, refers to basically giant hole in space that leads to hell. (laughs) To simplify. Wait. There's just a giant hole in space um, that has demons pouring out of it. 
Oh. And it's a big issue, and all the planets around it have been, like, uh, you know, taken over and stuff, <laughs> and it's just kind of this whole portion of the galaxy that's just kind of owned by the demons. I would I would imagine that's a big problem. It's called the Eye of Terror because it's circular and unpleasant. Unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Circular and Unpleasant, also the name of uh, our upcoming uh, music project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, keep uh, an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, circular and Unpleasant mm-hmm. coming right at you uh, here in B-Town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the interesting story uh, behind this is that, um, yeah, th- this band, they are also, like, big Warhammer fans. The name Bolt Thrower is actually, like, a weapon from Warhammer Fantasy. There's also a fantasy version of the setting that is actually the originator of it. I'm not getting into it. Uh, but Bolt Thrower is <laughs> a weapon from that. And that's what they're named after. Anyway, Games Workshop was actually kind of small at the time. They, um, they like, were able to uh, get, like, an actual, like, deal with them and were able to, like, uh, you know, legally use, uh, like, not only talk about stuff, but also includes, uh, like, um, you know, the actual artwork, like, for the game uh, on their cover. It is a kind of blurry image, but this is the album art. It is also the art of the oh. first edition uh, rulebook, and it is so cool. That there's is. just, like, this, like, yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of dudes in armor, and there's, like, so much, there's just, like, it's so 80s, and there's so much just, like, sci-fi <laughs> weaponry firing. Yeah. And it's this huge war scene and stuff. Uh, they've got, like, a huge, like, banner and stuff, and it says, then, like, you know, Bolt Thrower's name has, like, stained glass windows around it, and, like, uh, there's, like, Realm of Chaos it, with this, like, flame effect around it and stuff. It, it is, like, so 80s, but in, like, a really good way. Um, I, I feel like uh, every game store with, like, any sort of... Any game store that plays music is now obligated to play this. Yeah, they, they like, should. In a perfect world, definitely. Yeah, and <laughs> in um, our ideal uh, title talk civilization... Yes. Yeah. Um, coming out soon. Uh, it's, it's coming out soon. Utopia talk. Yeah. <laughs> Utopia talk. But uh, what I was going to say, though, part of the deal was that at their live shows, I, I or at least I've seen a poster claiming this back when, uh, the, you know, when they were touring, mm-hmm. uh, they had this tour where like at the live shows, they would have uh, a games workshop booth where you could stop by and like get a miniature. That's so you could uh, show up. So you could go up uh, like, you know, like a mosh to this just like insane, like, you know, like heavy, like classic death metal. And then afterwards, you can buy yourself a little plastic uh, soldier man, and then you can you can and you can paint him. I feel like um, um, have you ever seen that Im- that uh, image from a meme where it's like these people playing? Uh, I think Magic the Gathering in yes. the middle of the mosh. I pit? was going to say a bolt thrower mosh pit is probably just a bunch is probably like you know a circle is ha- is formed around a bunch of guys just playing the game. <laughs> I would imagine um, it would be really sick to see um, the members of Bolt Thrower be yeah. like. Uh, or at least, like, people that represent them be thrown in uh, as canon into the Warhammer universe. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, there are... I'm not going to get into this. There are a couple, like, actual canonical metal bands in the sense that there are the... Uh, there are noise marines who worship demons and have guitar weapons that explode people's heads with how loud they are. That's a real thing that is actually in... The, in, in like, like, that is actually canon. You can get, like, a model of it and stuff. And then there's also... The Goff Rockers, but spelled uh, G-O-F-F, who are an orc rock band. Um, and they are also, act- like, absolutely canon, that's the thing. Wait, so how is what is canon decided? Uh, uh, is it specifically through Games Workshop? Because if so, yes, they approved they, all they, of that. Yeah, they, well, oh, yeah, they, like, you know, they produce, like, actual novels and stuff, but then also there's stuff, like, you know, they'll, like, release a limited model of something or explain something in a rule book or an individual, uh, like issues of a magazine. Cause also the thing is they have to sell you as much stuff as possible, which includes magazines and new rule books and like everything. And just like, you know, 
anyway, uh, back on topic. Um, you didn't have to, you know, you didn't have to ask me the question to explain more. But anyway, what I was going to say is that, um, the, uh, the, 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 the sad part of this story about the, the deal is that mm-hmm. later on the, um, the record company wanted to do a reprint of this like years and years later. Yeah. And so they, th- but they need to renew the copyright. They go back to games workshop and they learn that the deal is not around anymore and so they cannot reprint it with the same artwork that it had, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and um, I think technically, I, th- I believe that they had the option to, like, uh, like pay again, and didn't. And uh-huh. um, the story here varies because the band uh, blames the record company more, the record company blames the band more uh, for being, like, uncooperative or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sing the band is right um but anyway they well they changed the artwork they got the artist to create a new image for it which is isn't bad but like isn't Hmm. really like great uh either it's it's um it's hold up media it is this yeah like those are space marine-esque but clearly not the same design oh true uh it's by this but it is by the same artist that's neat Anyway, and also the other big downside, if you buy any bolt thrower stuff, like merch or anything, it does not support the band anymore. They are no longer, like, because, like, the like, record company, like, they're no longer with the record company, um, whether that's, uh, you know, because they quit or because they were cut off, uh, who's to say, but, um, yeah, they don't uh, get any revenue. We are running out of time, and I have so much more to talk about. Um, <laughs> well, I guess whenever it comes to you editing. and Warhammer, there's always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, but basically, um, so that's a bummer. If you get repre- repressings of that album, uh, it doesn't support them. Anyway... Maybe you can um, get something from their their, their newer album with uh, with that artwork on it, and we can uh, have more time to talk about Warhammer here on yeah, Title yeah. Talk. Uh, well, or I was maybe going to we'll say, have though, to do Warhammer Talk. Maybe we will. But what I was going to say, though, uh, I also had a whole story I wanted to talk about, about uh, par- allegedly the vocalist um, beat up a neo-Nazi at a live show. Uh, well, okay. Like, there was, a, there was a gang of Nazis who were causing problems at a live show. I don't... Sadly, I don't think this was uh, during the time when they were also doing the Games Workshop thing, because that would have been funny, but... Oh, yeah. Anyway, but apparently they were causing trouble, and he, like, jumped into the, like, um, uh, like, audience and just, like, beat a guy up. I mean, that based. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um... Um, that's... That's wild. Anyway, I'm just gonna suggest, uh, just two more, uh, Bolt Thrower albums. Uh, The Fourth Crusade is really good, and, um... Another one that I'm forgetting the name of, uh, Those Ones Loyal, of The Fourth Crusade, and Those Ones Loyal are also both really good and worth checking out. Anyway, uh, we're out of time now. All right, that's wild, almost like Zach Wild. And speaking of Zach Wild, we had uh, a great time. We had a wild uh, time. We had a wild time. Uh, <laughs> even better pun than I was thinking. Um, Amateur. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, uh, we had a, we had a, a wild time uh, producing this episode of uh, Title Talk. Uh, we hope you had fun too. And we hope you had a wild time too. We hope you had Come a wild. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. No. I need to step up my wild game. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. You need to get more wild. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. We had fun, and we hope you did too. If you uh have any questions, comments, or recommendations on what we should look into next, uh, feel free to hit us up at literally any um WHB uh platform, like any platform that has WHB on it. You can message. WHB directly and it'll get to us. Um, yeah, just 
hit us up. Yeah, or alternatively, you could if you're upset with us, like you can like uh, with a knife, like just like pin like a note to our door or something. Oh yeah, yeah no. Um, you should distribute flyers around town about uh how we're wanted, dead or alive. Yeah. Anyway, and, we're well over time, so um, uh yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're wanted. Uh, th- this is title talk. We're wanted, dead or alive. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. goodbye.